This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, how true that is. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello, Biaches. And uh, hello back to you, sir. Um, you know, Bradley Trainer, you have so many talents. Mm. And uh, one of the things that you have uh, done so well and stepped into the role of on the Colleen and Bradley show is our legal expert. Uh, yes. And I'm our actually a legal correspondent. Thank you. Following the Herp trial, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, Bradley Trainer. Live on the spot. What's news? Who is Morgan Tremaine? This is the question we're answering today. And why? Another question. Did he clap back at Amber Heard's lawyer yesterday? I'll tell you. Now, you may go, what does this have to do with anything? Why? What does this have to Thanks. do with anything? Thanks, Julia, for asking and Colleen for drunkenly asking the same question. Uh, because yesterday I was on the Internet. What? And I came across a story. You don't say. About a guy named Morgan Tremaine who allegedly, supposedly clapped back at Amber Heard's lawyer yesterday. And then I also saw a story about this Morgan Tremaine character, uh, the object of a um, attempt by TMZ to block him from testifying yesterday. So I'm like, TMZ, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, big trial, history, stopping, what? Clap back. All of these things made me curious, so I went digging, and I can now answer all of the questions that I uh, posed at the outset. Who is Morgan Tremaine, and why did he clap back? Well, you're going to find out, but first we should play the clap back, because that's how Uh I started this experience about who Morgan Tremaine is. And I also was like, he clapped back at a lawyer. I'm like, is this just like a a feeble attempt at some tabloid to grab my attention? It worked because it was a slow uh, after show day yesterday. Holly, I have sent you some audio that I gathered on the Internet um, of this Morgan Tremaine (laughs) on the stand testifying yesterday. Uh, do, Do we have the audio? We will roll that beautiful bean footage. Okay, before you roll it, I just want to set it up. A guy named Morgan Tremaine shows up on the stand yesterday. They asked him some questions about some video uh, and other material that came into the possession of TMZ. Okay. He used to work at TMZ. Okay. More on that in a bit. Okay. That's why he was on the stand. Uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer asks him some questions and then walks away or whatever they call it because again legal expert but you're not actually paying me so that's what you get yeah get it um then amber heard's lawyer steps up and starts asking him questions and things get very interesting let's have a listen you know this you know this case is being televised right i I am aware that there are cameras and so this gets you your 15 minutes of fame objection your honor argumentative i i can ask that question ruled 
Um, so I stand to gain nothing from this. I'm actually putting myself kind of in a target of TMZ, a very litigious uh, organization, and I'm not seeking any 15 minutes here. Though you may, you're welcome to speculate. I could say the same thing by taking Amber Heard as a client for you. A little argumentative, don't you think? Oh, hardly. I find that to be purely logical. Thank no. you. Oh, okay, so wow. that happened. Oh, okay. I watched that yesterday and I thought, I got questions. Yeah, I want to know more about who this, this man is. This is juicy and I don't know why. Yes. Why is he getting uh, real mouthy on the stand with one of Amber Heard's lawyers? Because... By all accounts, this is a very minor sort of thing that's happening. But I was like, is it? Is this more than what? Who is Morgan Tremaine? Why is he mouthing off at the attorney? Right. You have all these questions. I do now too, too. Absolutely. Well, I went looking. So I'm now going to share with you that yesterday, this previous TMZ reporter named Morgan Tremaine. And by the way, he was the former field assignment manager at TMZ. Okay. Why was he there? Because apparently now this is so fascinating. He's somebody who knows him. He's no longer at TMZ. He's now like for some esports company or whatever. Somebody in his life said, um, they are playing that video that you like came into possession of while you were at TMZ or that you were like there for. Like, and this is the video of Amber Heard or, uh, excuse me, of Johnny Depp slamming cabinets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure we talked about it at the yes, time. I have a big recollection. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saw that that uh, video had been played in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. But he was concerned because the video that was played in the courtroom, he said, was edited. And it was not the video oh. as it was presented when they received it at TMZ. In fact, the full video he claims, shows uh, Amber Heard laughing as if to suggest, I think, that there's context here that the jury should know. Right. So he then contacted, I'm like, long story shorting this. Mm -hmm. He contacted Johnny Depp's people like, hey, that clip is not what I got. Right. What you're what what was shown is not what actually uh, was received. So hold on, I just really quickly want to verify. Yeah, the edited version was being played uh, in the courtroom. In the courtroom, but who had supplied that? Amber Heard's. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. All I know is that he came to this trial because he got wind that this video was being played, and that it, had and been it wasn't edited. the full video. Okay. So Johnny Depp's attorneys yesterday or the day before, like very recently, contact him and are like, "Can you testify?" And he's like, sure, I'll testify. But also I'm a little scared because TMZ is very litigious, as you heard him say, meaning they mm-hmm. like to sue people. Oh, yeah. And as a former Harvey employee. Harvey Levin is a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, the In this particular case, he was concerned that they would think he was going to reveal a source. And that is why TMZ filed an immediate injunction to ah. try to stop him from testifying. Because, of course, they don't want the source of that video to be revealed. And Mm -hmm. that was not disclosed in the trial. Mm -hmm. The assumption, the argument I believe made by Johnny Depp's attorneys, of course, is that it was Amber Heard. And we could go down a whole other street about how that played out yesterday and today, but suffice to say, we're talking about this Morgan Tremaine. So here's a guy who out of the blue is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have something to add. Johnny Depp's attorneys are like, will you come on the sand? TMZ's like, no, he's like, sure. But, you know, 
uh, this is not like the easiest thing for me. So then he finds himself on the stand Mm -hmm. and you heard what happened. Amber Heard's attorney is like, you just want your 15 minutes of fame seconds. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, actually, I'm afraid of getting sued. So that's that's how we get to that. That's how we end up there. I do think it was particularly juicy, however, that he just turned it right back around on the attorney. Like, I could say the same thing about you representing Amber Heard. Oof. That's where it got real clapbacky for me. That's where I was like, I don't know that I would probably say that kind of stuff in the courtroom. Yeah, well, but good clearly, on you, buddy. I also just loved the, like, back and forth and how uh, Johnny Depp's attorney is, like, you know, trying to, like, prevent... Con- this attorney is constantly interrupting Amber Heard's legal team, like... You can't say that. Yeah. That, like, again, she's real objecting. She's real objectioning. Yeah. Anyway, so that's who Morgan Tremaine is, the former field manager who assistant manager. But in the process, and I would encourage anybody who is like fascinated by how the celebrity sausage is made, you can do the uh, deep dive that I did, which is to understand how this all went down. Meaning, and and that's what played out in the courtroom today at some point because. There's that video about the slamming of the uh, cabinets. Uh The assumption is, well, if she recorded that video, ultimately, Johnny Depp's attorneys are trying to make the case that she used the media, a.k.a. TMZ, to manipulate us Mm -hmm. to think a certain way about Johnny Depp. Yeah. By implying that she released that video to TMZ, the video that I just said was edited mm-hmm. and brought Morgan Tremaine to clap back on the stand, right? Mm-hmm. But also, it wasn't just that. Do you remember when she showed up outside court after um, getting the temporary restraining order against Johnny Depp? Mm-mm. And there was a bruise on her face? I do remember. I'm pretty sure we talked about this on the show at the time. Again, the suggestion would be on the part of uh, Johnny Depp's attorneys. I think the argument they're trying to make and if you listen to some of the back and forth in uh, in the courtroom today, they're trying to make the case that there is nobody possible to have tipped off the T. Uh, and he talks about this a little bit, this Morgan Tremaine character, about this yesterday. Like, the speed with which they found out about Amber Heard coming outside the courtroom. And he said the tip was that she was going to be there. There had been a temporary restraining order. She was going to turn to the cameras and show the side of her face with the bruise. So like that level of detail was alleged to have been given. And so therefore the paparazzi would know to show up. They would know what to what they were photographing. Mm. That's the argument that's being made. And again, whatever happens in this case is going to happen in this case. I'm over here going, oh, so this is how this works. Literally everything we've been talking about for the last 10 years on the air about how celebrities manipulate the media. Now, you have to believe that everything his his legal team is saying is the case. But if so, it just paints the picture that we've been using with our mouths for the last 10 years that celebrities or people on their behalf, because again, we don't know who actually tipped reporters off, Mm -hmm are manipulating uh, outfits like TMZ. Well, and it's so interesting because if that was happening back before this trial began, this is the thing that we've been not, I don't want to say critical, but we've been aware of Johnny Depp's side 
doing, trying to manipulate the media a little oh, yeah. bit. And we've oh, seen totally. yesterday you brought the evidence of Amber Heard's team trying to feed the media some commentary, right? Yeah. So it's so obvious it's they're so both obvious. playing us. We're getting played. Well, and here's the here's the takeaway that I have because I think it's very easy to go where the catnip or the cat toy is, you know, like where's the shiny object? Mm-hmm. Right? Where's a piece of tin foil? And go, oh, that person did a bad thing. They're the bad person. She loses. She's the bad one. Amber Heard, she's lying. It's all lies. Mm-hmm. And, and Johnny Depp should, Depp should win. When in actuality, it's probably like a really weird combo platter of the two. Now, as it relates to the actual defamation uh, allegations that are, uh, or uh, the charges that are actually being leveled against Amber Heard, that'll be decided by the jury. But despite that, I think like there's enough... Um, bad behavior on both sides right. to understand that regardless of what the truth is, both sides are invested in the media's manipulation such that our opinions are swayed to support one or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, to just reiterate everything we've said from day one, this is two trials happening simultaneously, the trial with the jury and the trial by the court of public opinion. My head is spinning. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to spin it, spin it right round with some dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 107.1. The Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Hot gossip. Like this one. This one named permanent A-list singer had someone buy her dress for her. The singer thought the dress would get a million dollars. A singer who want wait, buy a dress, it would get a million. So like Mm -hmm. they wait. Mm -hmm. They were selling the buying a dress? They were buying a dress that they once wore and had someone buy it. Oh, they thought, yeah. Oh, dang you. Yeah. What, what dress and what, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me fill in the blame. Okay. 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 Uh, so Madonna had someone buy her dress for her at auction. That would be the dress that she wore in her music video material girl. She thought it was going to go for a million dollars. That was not the case. Uh, Estimates at the time from uh, Julie. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Champions auctions last week said it would go for about one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. Oof! So she basically put somebody up to buying it for her. Exactly. To now like the, raise the price. There was also an animated NFT of the dress. Oh God! Not with the no. Madonna is not allowed to do NFTs for a while. <laughs> she has her privileges revoked yeah. after we saw her. We did not need to see holiest that. of holies. So I have a question about Madonna's NFT. Which one? Well, the, the one, whole the whole work. The, yeah, the whole Stop experience. Whole, I'm sorry. That's the, we. I saw I mean, it. Was it tunnel vision? Did it take you on a 3D journey? Have because you not I, seen it? Yeah, because I was on vacation oh, when this was released. Mm, this is a, a singular uh, self guided <laughs> yeah. journey that I am not going to take you on. No. So you're going to have to do your own. Uh, voyage. Okay, because I'm imagining it was like one of those CD-ROM things I that screamed. we had in elementary school. I screamed out loud on it, the radio. It was a, it was a lot, and it, there's more. I mean, there's like three. I think it's a series. Yeah. yeah, there's a series. There's a tree growing out of stuff. There's a butterfly emerging, and then there's just you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Too much for me. Are you in it now? Well, I'm not totally in it. I, I you I, know what? I I'm going to take this. Let's not say in it. <laughs> I'm going to take this journey Offline. during yeah, yeah. A good call break. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go and solve another celebrity gossip mystery. Now, NT lawyer says and agreed. It's crazy, but this A-list celebrity to the under twelve crowd is being told to grow her hair out if she mm. wants to work. Jojo, Jojo Siwa. Siwa. Dang. This is so... I it's gross. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Jojo Siwa, newly freshly shorn. Mm-hmm. She's being told by her people that she needs to grow her hair out if she wants to get work. Who's her people? Is that her parents? Because they were reportedly the ones that kept her from having short hair in the first place. Because hmm. she's always, I guess, wanted to try short hair mm-hmm. and then has talked about it very vocally. Listen, her mom, well, my assessment from my relationship with her which is on deep. Dance Moms. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, you did watch Dance yeah, Moms. Yeah, is that it was really her mom that was pushing the JoJo with a Bobo situation. And it's hard for her to be JoJo with a Bobo without her hair hair. So I there's this piece of me that wonders if when you talk about her people, if it really is her mom kind of... Saying like, okay, fine, you got to try it. Now grow it back out so we can get some money. Yeah. And also, if her people is her mom, girl, get some new people. It's time. Mm-hmm. You want to like transition into something else other than JoJo with the Bobo? You're going to need people looking in a direction differently than the ones your parents have been mm-hmm. staring at for the last 20. What is she? 20? 18. Yeah, she's, oh, not she's even, only 18. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's time. It's time. She's very For your young. own psychological growth. And for ours. Yeah. I just found the Madonna NFT. Oh, how are you doing over there? That didn't happen to me this morning. Uh -uh. No. Uh -uh. No. Uh -uh. Okay, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Let's read more celebrity gossip mysteries. Uh, This former A-plus list dual threat actor who had his own television show and has had movie franchises, is probably B-plus list now. The powers that be are worried he'll do a disappearing act while out promoting a reboot of his show. A disappearing act during a reboot. While out doing press for it. So the reboot is... Is the reboot a TV show reboot or a movie reboot of a TV show? 
or a movie reboot of a movie or a well, TV show. What kind of reboot? Reboot, a reboot of a movie. I think is the question you're asking. <laughs> reboot of a TV show. Okay. And it's a TV show. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, yes. you know, okay, thank you. TV, TV yes. to TV. Thank TV, you. TV to streaming. Maybe okay. that will help you a little bit. Oh, Wonder Years? Uh, no. Oh. Um, now, this is just a headline that I'm reading from TMZ that this person didn't go to an event with the cast of the streaming reboot. Oh, this sounds so familiar. Was this? I mean, it, it's not surprising that this person didn't show up. So I don't know what the streaming service is all upset about. Mm-hmm. Was this a situation comedy? It was a situation comedy that has received a dramatic reboot over on the streaming oh, service. Is it Will, Will Smith? Yeah. yeah, ding. There you go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. So not surprising. It's uh, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, not really showing up to do any kind of publicity for the uh, Peacock series. I Bel-Air. mean, are we surprised? Not no. at all. Every not at all. interview would start with, "Hey, uh, why'd you slap Chris Rock?" Yeah. 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 I mean, he would have to talk about it. There's no now. Listen, there is an easy way around this. Talk about it, yeah, and then get on with your life. But if you're using that to like, I mean, if they're gonna do the big reveal like on a red table talk, something tells me we're waiting for that timeline. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. that is the timeline on which that journey will conclude. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do another okay. blind item. Blinded by the uh, item. I'm gonna take you back. Colleen and Bradley, I'm going to take you back to an old Hollywood blind item that has now been revealed. And you know what? We're just going with it. It's okay. Gonna, we're going to go on a journey. Okay. And that's fine. All right. It's going to be hard. I got but, my we're, but, but, but we're going to do it. All right. Excited. This actor, probably best known for playing a long running television character that originated in a play, then a movie. And has been rebooted at least once in the past few years. Our actor was supposed to go on a nationwide tour of a play that was later turned into a movie, but couldn't because of a horrific outbreak of STDs that oh. kept him out of action for months. Oh wow! I okay. Can I ask? Is the so is the TV show movie play thing like the Odd Couple or something? Yes. Oh my God, Tony Cur- or not Tony Curtis? Um, what's his name? Tony Danza. Not Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. Hold me Tony. <laughs> Tony. What's his name? I don't remember. Get to the Gerard brand. Tony. You have to do it because Kurt- I can't no. do it. Tony, I can't find it. Uh, not Russell. Tony. Ra. Ra. Are we in the right? Ra. Ra. Tony Randall. We got there. We got there. You got there. Was Tony Randall? Yes. Tony Randall had, uh, what did he have? Oh, Vista does. Vista does? <laughs> he had an STD. Uh, well, uh, the blind item says he had a horrific outbreak of herpes that kept him out oh. of action for a while. I don't want to hit a sore spot. But. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to be uh, touring with Pillow Talk. Now, somebody did dig oh, up. Yeah, Pillow Talk. Yeah, uh, dug up an actual headline from back in the day saying that Rock Hudson and Thelma Ritter here for the opening of Pillow Talk at the Michigan. Tony Randall had to cancel as a result of a virus attack. Ah, oh, no. Interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, actual, wow. Actual headline from back in the day. Man, that wow. was that was a journey. 
poor guy. I mean, I feel like they were more bold and honest in their headline than any celebrity who yeah, says no that they're dehydrated, exhausted. exhausted. Now it just makes me want to go back and watch Odd Couple episodes. I haven't seen that show in a hundred years. I loved that show. Are you a Felix or are you an Oscar? I forget which is which. Yeah, which one's the mess and which one's yeah, tidy. I'm, I'm the messy one. I feel Os- like Oscar's the t- the, the untidy messy, one, the yeah. messy one. Yeah, right? he's the messy one. Yeah, Felix Jack is the tidy one. Yeah, Felix just sounds like a tidy name. Mm-hmm. All right, that was fun. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for yeah, that. Great. Do you have a quickie lane. or not so much? I mean, did you want to do another one about an old school celebrity STD? Sure. I can't believe there's so many with newspaper clipping. <laughs> It's a coupon. Uh, This one has been confirmed for us as well. (laughs) By the way, why is NT Lawyer so in touch with old Hollywood's STDs? I don't know. I'm sure, you know, again, he just hears all sorts of stories. This is an old celebrity headline. I don't know when this was. Mid-60s, probably. Mm-hmm. All right. Way back in the day, this foreign-born permanent A-plus list singer from a permanent A-list iconic group, and also as a solo artist, had a brief little gossip blurb published about him. Apparently, he was trying to cure an STD he picked up. You never really hear anything bad about the singer. Hmm. Tom Jones? No. Oh. Mm-mm. He wasn't in a band. Uh, no. I can't even, can't even believe you brought him into this. Oh, please. Come on now. Oh. Of of the singers who was likely Do to not. have had a disease transmitted by sex, you wouldn't think Tom uh, Jones? I just I can't believe you brought him into this conversation. Okay. It's not Tom Jones. Is is this person, you know, uh, like from England area? Yes. From England is area. this person somebody who was in the Beatles? Yes. Paul McCartney? Yes. Dang <laughs> Good job. So the headline, <laughs> Beetle Paul McCartney is secretly trying to cure a bad case of VD, which he picked up from a fan. Oh, no. Like a like a floor fan or like an overhead ceiling fan? <laughs> Was it oscillating? <laughs> okay. Sorry. We're... That it's the Beatles. We have to be nice. No, here's the we thing. We do. No, you don't. No, you don't have to. And here's why: the Beatles are excellent at creating and maintaining their own mythology. Mm. But I will tell you that the horniest Beatle was probably George. Oh, okay. Which is your favorite? Which is my favorite because when you watch the George Harrison documentary "Living in the Material World," Paul McCartney just kind of alludes to the fact that. You know, George was um, the horny one. George, George was the horny one, but Paul was also the horny one because yeah, they always like, used to give him crap. Horny. On their one day off a month, instead of just chilling out, Paul McCartney would be going judging beauty contests. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun! All right, Thanks when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, bring your uh, penicillin. I wanna, I wanna take you on a different kind of trip. This Ooh. is a trip to learn a little bit more about who Scott Disick mm. may or may not be dating these oh. days. And yes, she's young. Oh. And no, you don't know anything about her. But I'll tell you what I do know after this on my talk one zero seven one. We know mm. that Scott Disick was not at. Thanks for enunciating. I did that on purpose because I did call him something different earlier today, and I didn't want to do it on the radio. It happens. Um, but Scott Disick did not make it to his ex-girlfriend, Courtney Kardashian's wedding. Pretty sure he probably wasn't invited. But we do know what he was doing, and that was hanging out at a strip club. 
question. Was he hanging out at a strip club with his new lady pal? Who's that, you ask? Who's that, I'm asking? Okay. so Only here's you told me to ask without actually asking. Well, I need to do so. Did a great job. Thank you for that. So Scott Disick. Now, what do you know about Scott Disick's dating habits? Uh, he likes some young. Real young. Yeah. Uh, and you'll recall. Sometimes of, 19. Like one right? of his. Yes, because one of his most recent girlfriends was Amelia Hamlin. Harry Hamlin and Brooke Shields. Nope. No, but, uh, Lisa Rinna's Lisa Rinna's Sorry, daughter. who's the Brooke Shields famous? Sorry, sidetrack real quick just to get my brain back. Who's because doesn't Brooke Shields also have like a famous daughter? Probably. Anyway, irrelevant. But, Lisa Rinna, Harry Hamlin. Yep. So that was his most recent. And then remember who did he? Do you remember who he dated before that? Yes, her name was Paris Hilton's friend, sister, Sophia. Richie. Sophia Richie. Yeah. So her she's former best friend's little, little sister. Oh, I was like, yeah. Paris Hilton's sister was Sophia no, Richie, no, no, no. but I got it. I got it. Yeah. So, so he likes them really young and he likes to keep it that way. And it's Which sort of gross. like that. It's super gross. It's sort of like that line from um, Dazed and Confused about the character that's played by Matthew McConaughey, which Holly will now perform for us. <laughs> She wasn't given a heads up. I know I didn't give her. Is well, it, what is it, to, how does it go? Like, you'll notice he gets older, but they, but stay, they stay the, the same, same age. age. That's it. That's what it is. Okay. So that's the same thing with Scott Disick. He's always trading him in for a younger model. Oh. I said it. What? It's true. So who is this new gal that he's probably dating and how do we know it? Well, her name is Holly Scarfone or maybe it's Scarfoni. I haven't met her yet, so I don't know how she says it. Sure. She's 23 years of age. Okay. She is right in his wheelhouse wheelhouse. She is actually from a show which I have not heard of and that I think I need to go back and watch called because it's just right up my alley. It's like trash reality TV. Yes. She's fishing. Yes. It's called too hot to handle. What is too hot to handle? It's a Netflix show from 2020 that centers around people who are typically involved in meaningless flings and struggle to form long-term relationships. In an effort, so she was one of those people. Yes. In an effort to win $100,000, they lived in a house together for four weeks and they were restricted from kissing, self-gratification, and self-sexual contact. This show wow. is actually credited as being based off of the Seinfeld episode, The Contest. I mean, it oh, totally yeah. makes totally. sense. Yeah. So she was from that show. Okay. Now, the other day, she made a post on her Instagram of her wearing his clothing line, which, by the way, do you know what his clothing line is called? I can only Mm. imagine. Talentless. Appropriate. I know, right? Anyway, so know, know your lane. Yeah. So she's wearing some of his talentless clothing and, uh, and she made the post, and I think the caption was, oh, Lord, she's talentless. And he replied, are you ready for it? I can think of a few talents you have right off the top of my head. No pun intended. So gross. That's nasty. And she replied, That's nasty. see you soon. So we have every reason to believe that these two are a couple. And and have they been seen out together? No, not recently. However, well, so so they were rumored to have been dating. Okay. 
before, like a while ago, like in March. Okay. But then in April, he was seen with Rebecca Donaldson. She's who accompanied him to the premiere of The Kardashians. Okay. And there were rumors that those two were a couple. But she's 27. I think that's a little on the outside of his age range. That's so wrong. But according to a source on the inside, he's looking for the right person to settle down with. Oh, God. No, he's not. I yeah. like jokes. He's gross. That is, you know, I mean, look, that's just a, that's a that's a lane of man that I am not familiar with, and I would not be spending a lot of time around. He's a boy right. man. Yeah, he's a boy man. And I've seen boy men that are straight, boy men that are gay, like people who don't want to grow up and have responsibility. And he has actually turned that into, I think, probably like a lucrative career, a lucrative career that other people are now trying to replicate, well, which is why, you know, sort of like perfect for the world of the Kardashians, which is why he's still a part of that world, even if he's not perhaps on the in. He's sort of in that like somewhere between a Jonathan Chabon and like an active participant in the family. I mean, obviously he is an active participant because he's the father of Courtney's children. Right. But I think he is less, less connected as he has been. Well, and I think he has a little side gig. Holly, do you have a little blind item to share? Oh, what do you know? Dust it off. I don't even need to dust this blind item. Oh, it's a fresh new one. It's hot and fresh from today. Oh, This part-time reality star has a very efficient way of now promoting women to other men who would like to sleep (gasps) with the women. No! He has an incredibly large catalog of women who sleep with men for money. No! 